1: Hello there my very good friends, on today's wrestling news, WWE are being
0: sued for quote unquote unfair and anti-competitive practices. Potential spoilers in the Royal Rumble surprise entrance category. An AEW Originals contract might be expiring soon. And a major WWE star is set to miss WrestleMania. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this it's the news lawsuits. This is uh, this
1: is something else. Broke overnight, became public. Lawsuit's been published. It's available. Uh, We've actually got quite a comprehensive write-up on this on our website Which is where you should go if you want like the full details. We've got the link to the actual lawsuit We've got MLW statement WWE statement. Everything else is there We can only go into so much detail in the news video So I'll preface the story by saying that but the crux of the lead story today is that MLW are suing WWE for a bunch of of different reasons. So as per the preliminary statement in this suit, they are suing them for poaching talent, misappropriating confidential information, interfering with competitors' contracts and cutting off competitors' access to their viewing audiences. So that last part of it there where they say cutting off competitors' access to their viewing audience, it means a bunch of deals here that MLW has alleged WWE came in and kiboshed basically. One of them is with... Nice use of kibosh. Kibosh. Well, we've already capered around a little bit this morning, (laughs) so we might as well bring out the big words. Um, Right, yeah. One of them was with Tubi, uh, a platform that MLW had allegedly agreed a distribution deal with in July of last year. It was due to be announced publicly on the 10th of August. Stephanie McMahon allegedly had an interview a meeting so an interview a (laughs) meeting with officials from the platform the day before that and apparently according to suit allegedly we're gonna say that word a lot here Mm -hmm. pressurized them into pulling out as it would have gone head-to-head the MLW content would have gone head-to-head with NXT on Tuesday nights another deal that alleged WWE interference led to the cancellation of, of was one with vice Apparently, Vince McMahon himself was pissed uh, to hear (laughs) that Vice was going to work with MLW uh, because they'd aired the Fightland special in October. There was more seemingly in the works. That didn't come to pass. The deal was cancelled. Vince McMahon apparently using his relationship with A&E, who own a 20% stake in Vice, to pressurize that, get it kind of Bosch. This is all allegedly, gonna say that yeah. word again. Uh, and another one, apparently Fight TV had allegedly approached MLW with a view to distributing company content, I guess, mm-hmm. on their platform. Uh, they were pulled out, more alleged WWE interference, WWE getting involved, MLW are pointing to Greg Bernard, who was a senior vice president in WWE. He has since left the company and working for Fight as well. They pointed towards him and as well the fact that Fight has previously distributed WWE content as well. Now with regards to poaching talent, uh, the suit states that as well as airing footage of an unnamed wrestler without MLW's permission WWE has previously attempted to coerce MLW wrestlers into revealing information on the company's business. So MLW has released a big statement on the matter it's on our website Uh, they're looking for an undisclosed amount of of compensation that will be determined through the trial. Uh, WWE have responded to this with a brief statement, WWE believes these claims have no merit and intends to vigorously defend itself against them. Uh, Shoutouts to WrestleNomics' Brandon Furston who did his usually tremendous job of summarising all this information, but the full suit is available publicly. I'm well well aware I've rabbited
0: for a long time, but it's a lot of info. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't really know even legally if I'm allowed to speculate on this. It's a fascinating development. It's something you know, it's fair to say, allegedly, again, <laughs> WWE has a bit of history with this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean anything in relation I mean, that's to mean mean, That's not even allegedly, is it? Look at the British well, industry. <laughs> <Like, laughs> but, I, I, you know, it, we can't really say a great deal more than yeah. just sort of present the facts and maybe me do a bit of objection, sustain, yeah. sidebar, guilty sort yeah. of stuff because... I, I don't know what I'm legally allowed to say or whether I should say
1: anything. Yeah, I mean, we can't sit here on the video and go, hey, they definitely screwed these business deals over or whatever. That will be, I guess, discussed in picked apart in court. Um, WWE's competitive history is what it is, however. Yes. If you go back all the way back to the territory or territorial era, the national expansion, stuff with the British Indies over the past couple of years. I know a lot of people don't like hearing this stuff, but it's right there. Read Depth of the Territories, if you've never read yeah. it before. Um, WWE they're not you know often people sit here and go oh what if WWE worked with this company and blah, blah blah history tells us that that doesn't
0: often work out well for the other company so we'll see how this thing goes exactly we'll keep you uh, updated on all developments with this it's going to be really interesting to see how this one goes forward but let's move on to a story we can speculate on and that is potential surprise entrance in the Royal Rumble match specifically uh, this time the women's Royal Rumble match a report from PW insiders Mike Johnson claiming that Molina and everyone grabs no wait a second no Cameron uh, (laughs) that makes more sense uh, could be planned to return for the event on the 29th of January Uh, Melina obviously been going off doing loads of stuff outside of WWE for years now also a very lovely person met her over WrestleMania weekend a few years back Uh, she last appeared on that legend show in January January, 2021 I believe Uh, Cameron uh, of course did a little bit in AEW in that uh, women's tournament Uh, she last appeared in wwe in february of 2016 i think by my last count andy we are at 19 women confirmed for the women's royal rumble Mm -hmm. match uh, what do you reckon to these two potential surprises? Yeah, Mar-
1: Melina in particular, I think, is a really good one. because Love she,
0: Yeah, she's got a load of tenure with the
1: company from back in the day. Uh, there was talk of them trying to re-sign her, I think, in like yes. 2020. But I think Melina herself said they couldn't come to an agreement or whatever. So, yeah, that's really cool. Uh, Cameron, as well, hasn't been on TV in ages. Mm-hmm. So why the hell not? You've still got 11 spots to fill. This might as well be two of them.
0: Yes. I mean, there's... If you wanted to fill two specific spots, I can think of two people who I'd like to see fill those spots, but it's early. I want to save people's ears today. Yeah. I'll be nice for yeah, once. But yeah, awesome. very exciting. I just, I love this time of year. And for all that WWE does, I forgive it at the end of January because I just bloody love the Rumble That's and surprises.
1: My most looked forward to pay per view of the year from any company. Love the Royal Rumble. Yeah, even a bad this is such a cliche but even a bad Royal Rumble is a good Royal Rumble yeah, right because like, it's, it's a, a rumble yeah yeah it's a good time it could be a complete convoluted mess but if I get two fun surprises if some mid-carder I watched five years ago shows up
0: I'm gonna pop like it's, it's no offence to him but back in the day I was very much meh but when Carlito returned I was like "Let's Carlito's yeah. back yeah that's the thing even if it's people
1: you're not particularly fond of or you didn't have like a fandom for they come back and you're like "What?" <laughs> 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 like
0: it's just a fun it's a fun time yeah. it's a fun time man It's great, can't wait. What what were you, like two and a half weeks away? We are indeed. Looking forward Saturday night as well. Oh! Saturday night. Yes!
1: Shout out to and John. It's alright for (laughs) fighting. (laughs) Speaking of fighting, wrestling is simulated fighting. And here's another story about wrestling. Uh,
0: Fightful Select coming through with the report. Allegedly. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, sorry. I just realised what we were saying. No crap, just sap Sean Ross up. Sorry, sir. There we go. There we From Bible Select. Apologies, the guys. I got so so used to legally covering ourselves. <laughs> I thought, oh, no, it's, that's it's Peter Avalon. We're recording
1: at Five AM, ladies and gentlemen. It's a mess. It's a mess.
0: Um, <laughs> no crap, just sap Sean Ross.
1: Sap. There we Fightful go. Select. Uh, Fightful Select coming through the, with the report here. Uh, Peter Avalon's contract it might be expiring soon. Um, so they learned in mid-December the outlet did that uh, Avalon's contract was to expire sometime within the next few weeks as in the next few weeks from now mm-hmm. um, they haven't heard any further updates on the situation since then uh, now when contacted said they don't discuss talent contracts fair enough uh, Peter Avalon has not yet responded to a request for a comment on the matter. Um, that being said, Avalon has however been booked for an upcoming dark taping so mm-hmm. uh, he had pulled out of Zicky Dice's Outlandish Paradise due to this which is an event that was due to go down, is due to go down mm-hmm. on the 15th of January. Now Avalon's effectively an AEW original. He's been in the company while well, his signing was announced on an episode of Being the Elite in April 2019 so he's been there a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, primarily a lower card role, mostly been on dark, yeah. dark elevation. Had the Librarian thing with Leva Bates. For a while. had the, few, the feud where the gimmick was none of these guys are capable of winning a match with Brandon Cutler, which was tremendously funny on Dark and Elevation. And he's mostly on YouTube shows. He's in the Wingmen, yeah. who I think are a good heel jobber unit. I want to see more of them. Yeah, they're funny. Like they're, they're good at getting their ass kicked and and, uh, and whatever, whatever. You need good jobbers, and I think they're yeah. they're good at that role. Um, but yeah. Situation with Peter Avalon's future there, Uh, he's 32 years old, Uh, he's quite experienced. Veteran of the SoCal indie scene in particular. Uh, we'll see what's next for him. Don't like to report on anyone potentially losing their jobs. No. Uh, but I'm sure more information will come on
0: this. Yeah, and I'm not going to sit here and say that he sh- shouldn't be signed again or anything like that. Uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things that's going to be really interesting over the next coming weeks, months and years with AEW. You know, there was such fanfare with them uh, signing people and, and, well, not firing people throughout yeah. a pandemic, etc. Um, but you know there it comes to a point and this is not me speaking about Peter Avalon specifically but just on the wider roster thing you look at that roster, and it's kind of bloated now. Oops. Like, granted, I don't really see a lot of Peter Avalon. I don't watch the YouTube shows, but I, you always mention that he's, he, you know, he's a he's regu- regular regular appearance fun. on on Dark. And like you say, he's, he's got a role to play as a jobber thing, and I am no doubt he's he's heavily involved backstage and with being the elite and what have you. Uh, so we'll, we'll wait and see with that one. But like you say, you never want to report on on anything like no.
1: This. Um, and the AEW thing for ages has been like we're not releasing people in the middle of the contracts unless it's for an exceptional circumstance. So disciplinary issues or Sadie Gibbs and B. Priestley can get to the shows. That's been their philosophy since day one. They've stayed true to it. There's a bunch of contracts due to expire this year. Some will be renewed, some will not, and we will cover them as they emerge.
0: Uh, Right, let's conclude by talking about the major star that is set to miss WrestleMania. And it's John Cena, of all people. It's not confirmed that he's definitely going to miss it. Uh, But speaking on the uh, Ellen DeGeneres show, he basically talked about the fact that, you know, his diary's filling up. He's a a big Hollywood star now, and he's very good at it, in my opinion, now. Um, I wasn't necessarily a huge fan of, like, the 12 Rounds franchise. But the Suicide Squad and all stuff like that great Um, and he's speaking on Alan DeGeneres he's obviously getting lots of opportunities coming his way he was in F9 let's not forget as well Um, and he said WrestleMania is usually on the cusp of late March early April I don't know if I'm going to make it this year he continued I will tell everybody watching I'm not done with WWE by a long shot that's my home I love it I far from had my last performance but he seems to be making noises that he will not be at the show on the 2nd and 3rd of April in Texas Yes,
1: yeah yeah. I think GM. Oh, always when a pro wrestler is interviewed particularly in such a mainstream platform it's good to take it with a pinch of salt remember these people are professional liars they are trying to con you into believing it's an act uh, and they're always working so you know if John Cena had been booked for Wrestlemania behind the scenes he wouldn't sit there and go Ellen yeah Ellen I'm going to be there and, and like not only that it's going to be point. a real
0: surprise yeah
1: but also it wouldn't be a surprise if he missed it because he's a busy guy he's doing acting and stuff he's... And we had him at SummerSlam and what have you said yeah we had the summer of Cena last year which was a complete business success it popped some nice TV numbers it increased ticket sales almost everywhere he went um, it was a very good little run in the SummerSlam yes. match with Roman Reigns was very well received uh, I'm at the phase of my fandom with John Cena where I love it when he shows up everyone I think everyone of our age went through that period of going ah John Cena is beard over pushed and everything yeah. else but he's definitely settled into the Hey John, I missed you buddy, welcome back. Yeah, sir. I
0: have to admit we were there at WrestleMania 35 when the Doctor of Thugonomics oh, came out and we thought is this the best WrestleMania we've ever been to? It <laughs> was well, for me, it was my first one, so yeah. there you go. It's definitely in the top one out of one I've ever been to, <laughs> for sure. But yeah, I, I think he plays the perfect role nowadays, and if he does miss WrestleMania, I'm sure that he will be back eventually because as he said, he's still got such love for it. I think he's really struck that balance perfectly between, you know, leaving to go and do Hollywood stuff but still maintaining that love. Yeah. Uh, right, let's move on to your Twitter yeah. questions at What Culture WW, of course. Rahul V. Krishnan says, uh, if you guys could pick one match from NXT 2.0 to be on WrestleMania this year or one star uh, we could pick as well uh, which superstars would you just put on a show at the grandest stage of them all I think a lot of people will say Braun Breaker for this yes um, Rahul says Bron Breaker versus Walter for the NXT
1: oh, title good grief Woo! that would be fun that would be fun uh, and that's a good answer for sure Brom is a good answer should we pick one person each and make a, a match out of it let's do it Carmelo Hayes as much yes I just think even though he said rest in piss last night <laughs> interesting uh Um, he comes off so well on TV he had a great match with Roddy Strong last week Uh, the act with uh, Trick Williams is awesome yes and Carmelo Hayes is for me for me for me not necessarily for everyone else the best overall act on nxt 2.0
0: i realize i'm biased but we have sort of stumbled into a match that they seemingly are going for anyway relatively soon on nxt for the north american championship because i was always going to pick baby, to the there you go. and it's a gimmick but it's also a genuine love i have for this man because i think he's insanely talented as well so what are we doing what, what matches are we doing uh, a fantasy book. Yeah, I, th- I think they could do a showcase. wild, wild showcase. ladder match between these two for the North yeah, American not? Championship. 2.0 showcase, that'd be fun. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Really excited. Let us know which 2.0 stars you'd like to see uh, wrestle at WrestleMania Wendy this year. Wendy How uh, Aboard the Chu Chu train now yeah. last night
1: because Orange, awesome.
0: Orange Cassidy wears Wendy Chu pyjamas. Fact. Day... <laughs> That's going to be fun. I'll tell you what,
1: Wendy, Wendy Chu comes down in uh, denim onesie next week.
0: I'm here for it, 100%. Uh, second question today comes from a man with a great name and a great handle on Twitter, Kyle Tonks. At Uncle Goat Boy on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you think will win in the Wardlow and CM Punk match? And why will it be Wardlow? Bold prediction. I think it's going to be CM Punk. I think that they're going
1: to use a Wardlow loss to further the tension between MGF and Wardlow. I think MGF's going to come out and go, you couldn't get the job done, Wardog, and that'll pull them even further apart and continue that ongoing storyline, thread, which I think will result in some kind of turn at some point whether it's tonight or whether it's in a couple of months uh, i think that's what they're going to go with there's a lot you can do with it whether it's a screwy finish or a clean finish looking forward to it yeah i don't
0: think we're getting the turn yet i think they're going to do the whole jamie yeah. hater brit baker stuff so i think they to not muddy the water there wardlow will still align himself it's with finished. mjf but i think you're right unfortunately as much as i love wardlow as much as he is an absolute piece CM Punk shouldn't be losing uh, to, to Wardlow. Not, Not yet. MJF should beat CM Punk.
1: you got time to push Wardlow.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, David Japuntich. It's of a but- a- name, apologies if I yeah, butchered your Apologies. Apologies if I butchered your And you the word apology. Apology. <laughs> uh, okay. For those who have, it's an interesting question this, for those who have started <laughs> losing their hair, do you recommend, I assume they're asking you here, Andy, shaving completely clean like yeah. Kurt Angle? Growing a goatee like Steve Austin, or compensating by going full George the Animal steals.
1: <laughs> it depends on the shape of your head. For me, it depends on the shape of your head, right? Some guys can rock the total cue ball clean mm-hmm. gimmick. Michael Chickless in The Shield is
0: a good example. Of that. Yes. Looks like a bad was he in mother in the shield? I missed that. Was. Was was that. was that when Reigns couldn't wrestle at TLC? Well, that's the one. <laughs> he stepped in. <laughs>
1: Shut up, man. That's too perfect. Uh, some people suit that. Some people do not suit the few, full ball look. Harland. Um, me, personally, when I shave the head, I don't really have the face for like a non-facial hair gimmick. I look like a little baby and I hate it, hence why I've got the fluff. Yeah. Uh, it's entirely down to you. A good way to trial it is just shave your head, go for it, you can join the club. The ball community is very welcome Indeed. and accommodating. Uh, shave that. Maybe grow a little stubble. Maybe grow a little, you know, a a little shadow. That way you can trial it out, you can get a feel for whether or not it's gonna suit you. If it's stubble, it's gonna look more like a beard within like a week anyway, Mm -hmm. so you're on your way. If not, you can just shave it off. Trial run,
0: my friend. Great tips. That's how we do it. And don't get me started on hair transplants. Let's move on to today's- Roberto Martinez. And finally, uh, and a man who I have loved for a long time, a WCPW legend. I just want to celebrate the fact he's doing so well for himself. Speedball Mike Bailey. He tweeted overnight, uh, I made my debut with Impact Wrestling at Hard To Kill. It was also my first match in the US in over five years. He's had a lot of issues outside of the ring. Um, He says, I feel so blessed and thankful for the opportunity to perform in such a motivating environment. I'm just getting started. I will get even better. Let's get it. Fantastic news. Great to see him on Hard to Kill. And he was always someone who, having seen him in WCPW i pick as one to watch. I think he's going to be a megastar in the next five years, this guy. In PWG's Battle of Los Angeles
1: this month as well, good to hear that all his visa crap has yeah. been cleared up. He's able to compete in the United States again. Um, he was really cut off, wasn't he? When that well, all kicked in, he was just catching
0: so For fire. our benefit, granted. Yeah. Like, oh, well, let's go <laughs> like, to the UK. Go to the UK and be awesome and go yeah. to
1: Japan and be awesome and stuff. But he's back in the US, good for him. Very happy for an earnestly nice guy.
0: And uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing what he does going forward. Earnestly nice and absolutely terrifying with his strikes at the same time go and watch if you do one thing today go and watch a Speedball Mike Bailey WCPW match I would recommend you one but I'd probably just say all of them because they were just mint as far as I remember uh, so congratulations to him great to see what he does next let us know your thoughts on that and all of today's news stories in the comment section below don't forget to like share and subscribe and subscribe to What Cool Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts we're going to be reviewing NXT 2.0 and look ahead to AEW Dynamite tonight myself and the Dadly Boys of course plus you now your thoughts Twitter questions on Twitter at what Culture WWE. watch there follow both of us you can follow Andy Murray at,
1: at Andy H Murray the H stands for hair transplants are the cowards way out Wayne Rooney you can follow well, that's me that's
0: a shoot at Adam Wilmore. follow us all at WhatCultureWWE but for now my thanks Andy Murray thank you for joining us and we will see you soon hey it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget